Dad Pod. Welcome this is a video show, thing as well. Have a name. Podcast. Or midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. I'm on. Hooray. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. <laughs> Wherever you are, we're part of your suffering too. We feel your pain. You're welcome along to this week's Dadcast. Some of the dads are here. Dave McIntyre. One of the dads who's back. Brown is a nut. Not really. Adrian, get off your phone. Um, <coughs> most hilarious and relatable podcast I've ever listened to. Always looking out for new episodes. Says Keith Mack. Come on, Keith. One of our most recent commenters. I even dropped one this morning, a week and a half late. There you go. And this one's going to drop almost immediately afterwards. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably next week when you find the file. Yeah, well, it did take me a little while. But I, I like the criticism that I get for like single-handedly producing this from you. No, 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 no. You sit there and go, no. what? You lost the file. What's no. going on? I can't no, no, believe no. you lost the file. No, you said, you said to me, oh... I, you know, when he eventually found the file a half an hour later, said, I, "You know, you gave me no support. There was nothing going on." I was like, the, "My support to you was to not flip the lid when you said I've lost last week's podcast." I'll try, that was try, a, try flipping the lid. As much support as I could <laughs> give. Finding <laughs> a file is not a two-person job. You'll get the same response. Maybe the involvement, any involvement, any interest in where the file was in the first place, yeah. how how it comes to be. Just presume that the the producer is professional, <laughs> Dave. To be honest with you, just it, it's like you can trust them to get this stuff up. It's like we're co-parenting. You this, can trust uh, the producer to get project. it up. That was my. That's yeah. I'm glad I have no involvement in this side of the production. Yeah. My, my, you could, yeah. Dave was like, what happened? It's not just appear automatically <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> yeah, well. Sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. Is the sound okay? Yeah, it sounds okay, we're told. So we, we don't even have a producer this week. Normally there'd be like somebody sitting there. We do have John who's guiding us with, uh, with um, how we look. So we stream this on YouTube, on Facebook, and Twitter every Tuesday night. Yeah. yeah. Tuesday night's generally a just going to make sure my wife's not looking at the phone. Shut the, the internet down. Oh, every Tuesday night the internet goes down. <laughs> Dave, did you hear any of the last two episodes? No. Did you see the headline? Was I not on one of them? No, you've been away for oh, two Oh, sorry, weeks. the one I did see the headline on uh, Dave's cho- Dave has chosen golf over parenting. Mm. And there was something about making time for sex. Yeah. No, scheduling sex. Scheduling, yeah. Right. Do you have to schedule sex? <laughs> Straight for the juggler there, Jer. No scheduling around Dave's house. What did that poor juggler do? Uh, <laughs> no, I can safely say I have never actually scheduled sex. That has never happened. Because <laughs> it doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there is an element of that. <laughs> We're all laughing a bit too hard. <laughs> There's definitely an element of that. Plus, you know, whenever it does occur, it's not, it hasn't been pre-planned. It hasn't been put into a logbook or anything. Otherwise, that was, was that something you guys had admitted to? No, there was a question. No, we did, by the way, fair play. <laughs> we all <laughs> had conversation. There was almost no conversation about it. George just put it in the headline as clip, clickbait. Listen bait, I believe it's called. Um. <laughs> Somebody was inquiring as to whether there was a need for... Yeah, so uh, I, was at a, I, was at a, I was at a recent stag. Um, an older friend of mine who's getting married for the very first time uh, turned around and asked, uh, do you have to schedule sex? And everybody kind of was like, uh, and one of my mates went, what are you talking about? It happens every night. Uh, at which point... <laughs> 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 at which point everybody had that reaction. 
what he schedules it every night and then no, never gets around to it. No need to schedule. He just realised yeah. it involves two people. <laughs> that's not actually sex. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, it is. Of course, it is. that didn't cross anybody else's mind but yours. And actually, that's the right answer. <laughs> I, had, I had an email in from uh, a guy, and the, the subject headline is "Do not read name," and I was about to read the name. So, good man. Important. And I almost did it again. Uh, good man yourself. Uh, do not read names all in black capitals. Scheduling sex, guys. Do not read name. On the topic of scheduling sex, after baby number two last year, where the amount of action was practically non-existent, myself and the missus decided to use Friday as a night to hook up. It got christened Fry-yeah. At first, I thought this was a great idea, until it twigged with me that the main reason was that she now only has to turn me down once a week as opposed to seven <laughs> times a week. Has therefore helped to improve the sex levels, even if not every week? Okay. <clears throat> I don't is... think this is a topic on which we're going to speak openly. Whatever about other topics that come up in this podcast. Alan just did. Yeah, well, Alan doesn't have to like, face the music. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'll, I'll, I'll beat that. Jesus uh, <laughs> oh, <geez. That's> Christ. <laughs> Having got through the entire communication, but sticking to the rules. <laughs> uh, I'm, making uh, up, I'm making up that name, don't worry. <laughs> On Adrian's calling the missus to come home, I do have some sympathy for him after I heard it was a breastfed baby. Still don't think I'd embarrass myself by doing it, but breastfed babies are different animals altogether. Well, we have an update on Adrian's ability to mind his own children for like, you know, 25 minutes <laughs> when his missus goes out. Your missus was out this week. I did it! I did it! I did it! <laughs> I think you can expect a call from the president at any moment now. <laughs> uh, no, um, she went out there during the week and yeah, I managed to do it and there was no text sent. Actually there was to say everything's fine. You enjoy your night. How long was she out Everything is going great. Uh, about four or five hours. Okay. Like, I mean, 25 minutes. Three and a half hours that they were asleep, but let's not worry too much about that aspect of it. So you looked after your own your kids. Own. Yeah. Fair play. I, no, I had to put them to sleep on my own, and so there was a bit of a... Yeah, I hadn't done it before successfully. Um, so obviously it was a bit it's of a... It's a landmark moment, a real breakthrough. Moment, yeah. Brought them, uh, brought them up. They'd sleep in two different rooms, so I had to sort of improvise, put the two of them into the one bed, get the baby asleep, get the older fella on board with, listen, you and me, we're putting her to sleep, right? So let's, we're in this together. Yeah, yeah. He was well up for that. He's helping. In between, he does the... Um, the job. Uh, he does like, uh, he sort of yodels when he starts to get a bit tired. It's like, oh, <laughs> Jimmy Savile is here, so we're... Uh, uh, oh, 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 you know that reference? No, Grant, let's not talk about Jimmy, Jimmy Savile. You know, the, you know the way he used to go... You know that he used to go, oh, 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 listen, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Oh, wow. So, um... Yeah, that might be edited uh, out as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 My child often brings to mind <laughs> my recollections of Jimmy Savile. Yeah. For future reference in your broadcasting career, there is no such thing as a positive Jimmy Savile no, reference. I get that, I get that, I get that, I get that. I get that. I did, actually, if you replay, you'll see there was a second's pause before I said that. <laughs> <laughs> the seconds pause before he got fired. Yeah. So anyway, that was all happening. Uh, I got the baby to sleep, brought him in, put him to sleep, and it was all good. So happy days. Excellent. Well, well done. Thanks, Dad. Congratulations to you. To me, you know that. Yes, I'm. I'm very proud of you. There was um, one other thing before we get to you. You've been, you've been away, Dave. We'll get to that. Oh, that's, yeah. that's probably the meat and drink of um, this week's uh, podcast. But um, Mossy Quinn had tweeted us a while back, and I'm just trying to find it here now about what the uh, protocol is on uh, Kids Sports Day in terms of how competitive you're allowed to be. 
what is the answer to this, do we think? I'm going to get the... Here we go. Question for the next At Dadcast pod. Parents race at your child's school sports day. Are they taken competitively or just a bit of crack? Um, best response, obviously, came from Alan Brogan, who says, you wouldn't win it anyway. I've seen milk turn quicker. <laughs> a bit harsh. A bit harsh, Alan. But, you know. Um, I, the key, I think, is in the questioner in this instance. Like, it's coming from a former, still, elite athlete who obviously has a great competitive edge that I can't really in any way uh, identify with identify with at all. <laughs> no. So, uh, maybe that's... Stone Cold Killer here. And then somebody tweeted the uh, video of Carl Frampton's kids' sports day. It was about a, bit, a little bit closer to the race. Carl Frampton's actually literally walking around going, come on, you're on my competition beforehand. It's a 40-yard dash, so, you know, there's lads in jeans. But the guy who right. finished second got pretty close to him. Well, maybe 40-yard dash isn't Carl Frampton's yeah. specialty. He's an explosive He's power a ju- an endurance. He's not really. He's an explosive Well, he has to last 12 rounds of outrageous cardiovascular requirements. It's the long game for him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Say. His power, explosiveness and his power comes from his, his upper body. The legs have to carry him through 12 rounds. Look, what you do is when you get there, you look around, you see, you're bound to see a large number of parents who have absolutely no chance of beating you. And just make your finish somewhere in the middle. I wouldn't want to be seen to be absolutely busting. What sports do they do? What's the, what, are, what, what sports do you do? Just the run. There's a parents race. There's a parents relay at ours today. Yeah. It's the kids' well, sports like, day. I don't get If you take it really yeah. seriously, it's just embarrassing. Somebody did suggest that you should show up in spikes and full kit and <laughs> run a singlet and, you know, just like... That'd be good. Wouldn't it? That'd be... Yeah, I mean, can, I, I would do that and still get beaten. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that Mossy has had to ask the question of himself and us shows that he is considering whether he needs to well, prove his elite athlete. Well, exactly. If you, I mean, so he's got a target on his back for everybody else there. It's like, ooh, well, if I can But also, if you, you. if you are Carl Frampton or Massey Queen, you turn up these things and everybody's looking at you going, oh, don't be an asshole now, come exactly. on. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> or, I mean, show us what you got. No one's saying that. Ah, uh, no. It reflects much better on him because of who he is if he finishes mid-pack somewhere. Because no, everybody, everybody goes, ah, he wasn't trying to lag and fair play to him. Yeah. Whereas no. if he beats everybody about 50, 50 yards in a 40-yard dash, it's like, come on. I, I suspect we're coming back to that bit where you can't identify with that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Mossy, in this case, is capable of winning whatever race it is, let's just say it's the 40-yard dash, at half pace, in second gear, without breaking a sweat and without being seen to be panting afterwards, then fair play, go on and win the race. But if you have to go full tilt to prove that you're still an elite athlete to beat all the other parents and win this. Look, just finish mid-table. Nobody will remember you for it. That'll be the end. No, of it. they'll remember you. They'll say, oh, he was a giant. He didn't take the piss out of us. Do you remember the parents' race? It was like quite a, no, quite a big deal. No, me neither. We were, I like, remember you would actually be interested genuinely to see whose parents were the fastest. Like when we were in third and fourth class, we'd be like, ooh, we're going to watch this. My daddy beat your daddy, your daddy sort of thing. My daddy no. beat up your daddy. No, that sort of. no. <laughs> I don't know, like a legitimate interest in the People would kind of see who was fast. If somebody like, said something childish to you and you I, tried to get your daddy after them. I don't ever recall <laughs> there actually been a race and if there was, I certainly don't remember being interested in who won. Who I remember going to, I remember going down on holidays around to Kerry to Banner. Who cares Bannis, about anything, Dave? Going down to Banner Strand one time. Who cares and, about Game of Thrones? Um, they did, there was like anymore. a, there was a, um, sports day like, but yeah, for everybody, for kids and adults, but they, there was a, uh, took a war. I remember my father being on the took a war team. This is like totally sort of random uh, thing, but that's my main recollection. I don't remember races at school. They won the took a war. Was the other thing I remembered. 
and thinking, oh, my daddy's very proud my daddy's, of him. My daddy's great. Community games. He's stronger, than, stronger than your daddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it was, it was, no, no, it was just holidays. It was like um, some hotel, it must be, I, the, I, it's probably called the Bannerstrand Hotel. Bannerstrand and Kerry, and uh, they just they had just organised this great. It was like the middle of summer. There was like a million right. tourists there, uh, so they arranged this kind of a sports day. Yeah, and people like competition. Great, yeah. to do. They always. Uh, anyway, Mossy got a great response. Uh, it was Marcus McKilkey who came up with the idea of um, seriously wear spikes, shorts, singlet, thirty minutes elaborate warm up, power gels, isotonic drinks, big headphones, <laughs> and get in the zone. Annihilate the field. I like it. Yeah. Sorry, kid. I'm trying to get the zone here. You get on with the elegance boom, whatever that other shit you're doing. The, you do that yourself. There might be competition. There might be someone who's a little, little younger than Mossy. Just making your kids, um, just making your kids proud in a circumstance like this is it like something that you kind of think actually that would be a nice thing for me to do. But then think that through, right? You get so to do all of that and to impart on them that you've just done, you had some sort of an achievement. When you get through the finish line, you've got to jump around with your hands in the air and like make a deal about it and go, hey. I just won, yes! What an asshole, you'd look like you're doing that. But I think the spirit of it is different, is that everybody's cheering people on, like... Yeah, but that, in that context, no one's cheering on the, the winner of that forty-yard dash, particularly if the winner looks. Like Everyone's laughing at. He's an athlete and has clearly busted his balls to try and win it. No one is cheering that person. Everyone is looking at that person. Go, would you look at that knob? I think you're bringing a slightly cynical head to the child's <laughs> children's sports day at your school. Nobody's going. That guy's a knob. He's taking time off work to cover and support, and is like doing okay in front of. I don't think anybody's. No, if I think he's, if he's safe. clearly and very obviously I want you, taking this incredibly seriously. Seriously, he's a knob. I go with Dave. I don't look at him and go, "Fair play to your man. He's really shown us what he's made yeah. of." Have your kid? Who thinks like if, that? If, and, and like, if somebody does go through and start celebrating it, I'm definitely saying, <laughs> "Would you pack it in, Belland? You just <laughs> want a forty-yard dash, exactly. Christ's sake, lads!" So you should, it, it should bring him no joy. Ah, no, but he should not be an asshole about it. There's no why is why is celebrating being an asshole? Because it's like conservative. This is terrible. You two are like the worst impulses of Irish. No, but life. then you get so then then, then your kid comes up and he's like, he or she's like, oh, daddy, hey, well done, well done, well done. Oh, look at all you dickheads. Yeah, your well, daddy didn't win shit. It's like, do you remember when Ronaldo? You you automatically assume that everybody's a dickhead who loses. <laughs> no, yes, that's not what I said. It is, yeah. I said I was the kid. My analogy there was the kid pointing at the other kids, uh, going, you're assholes. That's <laughs> not likely. That's also not likely. Um, here, is it just fathers v. fathers, or is it fathers no, and mothers? It's, a, it's a parents and guardians, right. significant others. How many Ronaldo scored the fourth penalty in that Champions League final against Atletico Madrid to make it 4-1 at the end of extra time, and he took his shirt off and his wild celebration, like he just got the winner in the 97th minute of the World Cup final. It was the winning penalty. No, this was a penalty from open play in extra time. Oh, when the beat, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. And... Uh, Everyone looked at him and said, what, I, what are you even celebrating for? Don't be Ronaldo. Don't be Ronaldo. Yeah, but I think there's a, there's a middle ground. Exactly, the middle ground. you don't have to be Ronaldo. Win it in second gear and then just like brush it off as if it was nothing. Oh, come on. Enjoy it. Have you done this yet? Have you been to your kids' sports day? Well, no, I don't have kids old enough to be in school. This my la- unless the, do they do sports oh, days? I really wish Nathan was here. This yeah. yeah. Right. Well, then next this time next year I'll be able to bring some experience to the discussion. Nathan will be great in this topic, wouldn't he? Yes. I mean, I'm, he's I'm, he's been an asshole. You can be guaranteed. Oh yeah, absolutely. He? Yeah. And everybody everybody says at least he's playing character. You're you're not a different <laughs> person. You've taken this. This has been a real thing. Anyway, I, I hope I hope people can make their own minds up about this. And I also hope that we can come back to this this time next year. When Dave is like, oh, I got beaten by this guy who was taking it really seriously. What an asshole he is. Mousy. And actually, and, and, 
the master of you? my my son's school. You haven't invited him. Yeah, I was. It wasn't. I was finished second or third. But you're like you're in a race. You want to win? What? Were you really trying to win that race? I mean, Dave, look at me. If I was really trying to win, or if I wasn't trying to win, <laughs> no one could tell the difference. <laughs> 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 that guy's waddling in the 40. Yay! I mean, You're so hard on yourself. It's <laughs> ridiculous. What are you going to do? Anyway, um, I do think about that thing about making your kids proud of you, like, sometimes. You're like, ooh. Yeah, well, of course you want your children to be proud of you. But how do you do it? Apart from, like, all the boring shit of showing up every day and, like, reading stories and being nice to them sometimes and, like, helping them out with stuff. Occasional moments of, like, them going, I don't think nice. it's the 40 hour dash, Ger. I, I won't lie to you. I mean, are I you conflating. Um, right. well, so, what is it? You're, are you conflating your children being Oof. proud of you or your children thinking you're cool? They'll I mean, never think you're cool, ultimately. Oh, they, no, well, they'll, they'll always think you're cool to a point, and then they'll never think you're cool to a point. Exactly. So, right, now, right okay. now, you're in that tiny window where they can both think you're cool and. You're st- are you still in that window? And feel. Yeah, totally, yeah. Mm. And uh, now, we're starting to get a few rolly eyes, but they're directed mainly <laughs> at the siblings as opposed to us yet. That's coming. <laughs> Rolly eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was like perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday I was like, oh shit. It was, and it, you know, it was about kind of. Uh, her brother was repeating the same thing again and again and again. He's telling a story, and he would tell the first line of it again and again and again and again. It was a made-up story about somebody jumping off a van, and he would just repeat it. And then the van stopped, and he jumped off the van, but the van actually wasn't stopped. It was still going. <laughs> <laughs> he said that about 15 times and we kind of got into the point where it was, kind of, it was like funny but she was having none of it because she had her story to tell and uh, that was that so uh, anyway she still thinks we're cool for like three or four weeks fair enough the rest of them like y- you know you're a legend like middle child as soon as I walk in the door is so well trained that my slippers and a change of uh, into a, a t-shirt is brought down for me before I even ask for it now it's amazing it's like I'd say it's only going to last another week that's or two that's class your slippers yeah. That's a good point, Dave. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? Like, come on. <laughs> Who wears slippers? What's the what do you, what's happening in your house? Like Well, you don't wear your shoes in the house because they're Why? covered in piss. What? Yeah. You step in a lot of piss and shit in your shoes. That's what you worry about. Well it's not it's like a the Scandinavians did this thing, right? Where they took scrapings from people's shoes and were like Ah, look at this. What were they shocked by the fact that there was dirt and piss and shit so on the sole of the shoes? You get into the house? You change into your house slippers. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're now calling them house slippers, by the way, what, is, is there an alternative? Is there a different type of slipper? And he has slippers for somewhere else. Is as there well. like an outdoor slipper? What are, we? are these slippers like uh, Aston Villa, big, huge, puffy Aston Villa slippers? <laughs> or are they kind of the no, ones? No, you the s- ones, the tartan ones, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the ones your granddad just Are the wore. ones that you steal from a hotel? No, no, no. No, no, no. They're the ones that. Um, a photo of a slipper is <laughs> going through his phone. This is getting worse. I'm telling you, you're going to have. Because we're talking about this you now, have a are pipe your phones as well? out? Are your phones out? Mm. They are. You're going to get these ads on Facebook uh, and inside the next like 24 Deleted hours. Facebook I guarantee you. Phone the other day. Did you? So then you won't get the ad. Slippers, Facebook. What are they called? I can't even remember. Mahabis. Okay, so you wear slippers in the house and she's that well trained that she. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. I bet you a million people who are listening are like, oh, I bet they're all like, out loud. Seriously, you do, you, your shoes are magnets for like the worst of the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for, for radio listeners, we're just... So does everybody in the house have a pair? Is. No. So what um, about your kids? Are they allowed to wear their shoes in the house? Everybody takes their shoes off and you get into the house. Could you not just wear your socks? 
Yeah, so they wear stuff they want. I can if I want, but actually, um, why would I have fucking cold feet? Why would I have fucking cold feet? It makes perfect sense. I'm starting to get cold feet about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was a great tangent. You uh, both... Slippers down there. Been, to be fair, they don't, they don't look like granddads, but... How was your holidays, Dave? It was uh, an enjoyable, but um, testing week. How long were you away for? We were away for a week. And you, you've been Spain. home a while. Been home for, what, we got home Monday, so. We've been getting various updates on um, our Dadcast WhatsApp group about um, black sacks and, and so forth. Yeah, you, you introduced the idea of the black refuse sack full yeah. of toys. So if anybody, if anybody hasn't gone back and listened to that, if you've just joined us, um, well, welcome aboard. Uh, but and this little trick is like, when they're behaving really badly, you get a black sack, you fill a lot of their toys into it, and you go, this is going out. Unless you behave, like, no, no, throw it out, no, no. And then they momentarily <laughs> behave. Yeah. Sometimes you have to throw it out the window, and because it's in a black sack, it's going to be safe. Like, unless it's absolutely <laughs> pissing rain, in which case. <laughs> you have to take your Mojave's off and put your shoes on to go outside and get it back in again. The thing about the Mojave's is that they've got like a little underlayer, so you can actually wear them in the garden if you want. But anyway. You shouldn't piss in the garden, so, you know. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be doing that. Um, I mean, there isn't. <laughs> but there could be a dog or a squirrel Rats, or mice. a rat. It's, it's, it could be anything. All right, okay. You, you guys have your stinky, filthy... <laughs> no, you have your floors. ideal that you're bacteria and germ-free in your house. Even I don't, I don't. I just, I'm not going to bring in exterior stuff. Why would I? Because you generate enough of it yourself. Exactly. But exactly. there's an alternative. It's only my matter. It's wearing slippers. Yeah, you it's can wear socks. Not wearing slippers. <laughs> yeah, also don't lick the soles of your shoes as well. You probably avoid most of it. This is uh, rem past remarkable, I believe. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, you, there's only so sack. many times you can like roar into the into the room with a black sack in your hand, threaten to fill it, and then back down just because they have decided in that moment to behave themselves. So you have to fill it. Eventually, you have to fill it. Um, you know, how many times and, uh, have you filled black sack? I think this is all coming on the back of a week away, where you know you're living in very close quarters. It's a one bed apartment. Um, the weather was good for most of it, but there was one day where it pissed rain all day. And there's not a lot to do in Spain when it rains. So by the end of that night, cabin fever had set in in a really big way. What and did you do? It's just just watch TV. Well, what did we do? There was a kids club they went to for an hour or two. Then we managed to get through to that. Then when that was over, we got some lunch. Suddenly you're, you've managed to kind of negotiate your way through through three o'clock. Then we went down to the beach because it wasn't actually raining at that moment. It was cold and dark. And so we went out to the beach himself and my wife just sat in a, in a cocktail bar and sipped a cocktail while they went through the motions of building sandcastles on the beach in front of us. Freezing. But, yeah, with their, <laughs> with their trousers and their coats on. <laughs> but um, they walked to that and the act of doing that and the walk back shaved another 90 minutes off mm. the clock. You're just clock management. It's like when you're playing a game of rugby and one of your lads has gone to the bin for 10 minutes. You have to try Except and go take that next 10 hours. minutes. <laughs> with the lim limited amount of damage done. That's what we were trying to do. <laughs> and then um, in the evening, there was another kids club. Then we went for dinner and then we had a couple of drinks and whatever. But the bickering is constant. When you have a two-year-old boy and a four-year-old boy, if they haven't got something better to do, they just turn on each other. Yeah. And there's only so much, at least at home, you can go to another room or you can walk out into the garden or you can go to your bedroom, lie down for two minutes and listen to the fighting. But when you're in a robot <laughs> apartment in Spain, there's no escape. You are locked in. There's nothing you can do about it. And they're so slowly insane. go insane. Yeah, but they're so insane with it. It's like it makes, 
it like none of the argument makes any sense. It's literally just I am, you aren't. I am, you oh, aren't. fight over anything. It's like, but you see, the pro it's not just a case of I am, you aren't. It gets physical then as well. So you're like pulling them apart and don't hit him again and don't you go up and you get in his face again. And it's your philosophy. Uh, you can do that only to an extent. Like bit, eventually, like, somebody may get hurt. Yeah, you don't want that either. Yeah. So How many um, toys did you got with you? I oh, know this didn't the happen. The toy, the black no, sack didn't happen. Out. This happened when we got home. So the be, be, and on holidays as well, your children and maybe some of our listeners can weigh in on this when they hear this. But your children tend to get away with more when you're away. Yeah, they stay up okay? later. You they know, get the routine more is out the window. More rubbish. You're little. They're getting, They're eating more ice cream, more crisps. You know, they can choose not to eat the dinner. They can get their chocolate pancakes or breakfast that they want, which they never get at home. All that kind of stuff. So then they're a bit like loose. Everything's a bit loose when you get home, and the. <laughs> Discipline didn't really improve. They need to be the broken days. back in. <laughs> they do eventually, yeah. They need a routine, certainly. Bad two or three days, tips from mind. There was a few pucks given here and there that just had to be dealt with. You can't just say, if you hit your brother again, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, no. What are you going to do this time? You waster. Show me the money. Right, well, show you the money this time. <laughs> Walked in with the bag and basically gathered up every superhero figure he had into the bag. Just to establish what had happened, so there had been a row at some point prior to that, and yeah. had they, on your point, sort of made friends again and everything was fine? Well, they always make friends eventually, but, but so, just... so, but I'm just trying to establish, when you went in with the black sack to take the toys, was that in a moment of conflict, or was that no, peacetime? No, it was, no, you wouldn't walk in peacetime. This was in, the, you were saying, in the midst of a conflict. But you were saying, so what can happen is you'll go, I'm going to get a black sack, and they'll go, all right, oh, I'm no, sorry, no, Daddy, fine. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I won't do that again, I promise. So, but, but that's what I'm asking. Normally, then I would just put the sack down and go, well, the next time. So this time I didn't. I, I, didn't, I just said it really calmly. I said, look, we've had this discussion before. That's the end of it. So, and I just walked so around. it was essentially, I mean, it might have just happened, but it was peacetime. Well, he wasn't literally in the act of hitting him yeah. as I was putting the stuff into the bag. Yeah. Because he saw what was happening. Yeah. And so what, what I just slowly and methodically went around, picked everything. Actually, it was his costumes first, the superhero costumes. So I put them into a black sack. Put them away. You'll get them back tomorrow night if you go through tomorrow without hitting your brother. Problem was, the following day, he dumped his brother. <laughs> so you can't just say, oh, well, you're not getting your costumes back because he's pretty much already forgotten about the fact that the costumes are missing. Mm. So you have to go take yeah, the next step. Oh, so all of his superhero figures are gone. Then, <laughs> again, the same thing. You can have that back. And if you go two days without hitting your brother, you'll get the costumes back and the superheroes back. But... Unfortunately, day three, there was a biting incident. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't covered in your uh, rules and regulations, though. It's good. Um, I'm allowed to bite. He's that punching. Moz, oh, like he was seen being so good. He was so good yesterday. He really was brilliant yesterday, and he was helpful. And I was trying to get them out the door yesterday morning. And I was up against the clock, and I looked at him. And I said, "Will you, will you go in and just get yourself dressed on your own, get your shoes on and everything, and be back at the door ready to go?" And he, no problem, Daddy. In he went. Then we got a home from crash. We spent the rest of the day together. He was just brilliant. There was a bit of, there was a schmozzle then late in the day, which is fine in itself, but it, the schmozzle was ended with a bite. And I said, I can't just say, well, now you're not getting your costumes back or your superheroes back. I had to take the next step, which was every piece of Lego on the house was rounded up Oof. and removed. How long does all that take you, by the way? It's just, you just have to put the time in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Is that tense? Yeah, the yeah, time is tense because he's sitting watching you do it. Yeah, bawling. Yeah, please, yeah. please don't do this oh, to me. Christ. I'm really sorry. I won't do it again. I know <laughs> oh, how to be God, good. I'll show you how to be good, okay? So, um, and you're like, 
So then the following this morning then, you can't, it's so hard to say to them because the target is too great for them to achieve. Three days. To say to them, well, even if you take it in bite-sized chunks of one day. So if you're good today, you can choose one of the three to get back. And then tomorrow you can choose another. But if you're not good today, you're not going to get any of them back. So this morning I brought him in. There were the three black sacks. Well, one is a box of Lego, two black bags of costumes and superheroes. Which one of these three do you want right now if I offered it to you? So he chose the costumes because he wanted to dress up before school. And I said, you have those costumes now. If you hit your brother between now and bedtime tonight, you will lose the costumes again. If you get to bed tonight without hitting him, I'm going to present the black bag of superheroes oh, yeah, and the box of Lego to you yeah. tomorrow morning. You can choose one of those. Then that will be taken if you're physically violent towards your brother by tomorrow night. But if you do two days, when you wake up Sunday morning, you're going to have your Lego back. And if you get through the three days and you've got everything back, there will be something for you at the end of it then. That's very good. Something additional. Dave. So let's see. If we get to tonight, he's going to get something back tomorrow I morning. he really turned a corner at some point in the last <laughs> month, didn't he? Like there was a point where... It hasn't there, worked there, yet. There was a, a, a large portion of this podcast where your advice was not to be taken <laughs> in any way, shape or form. <laughs> but I think you've really turned a corner at this parenting thing. Let's see. Honestly. Let's see. But it's just so trying. Solid. Like, that's, and, like we that's, generally took some brilliant memories from honestly, this week, like, as you do every week when you're away. We're talking about getting like, on experts. Absolutely no requirement <laughs> Sorry, for that I'm blushing whatsoever. Now. That's... But uh, it's just so, Stuff. so trying. Like, it's so hard to be a dad or a mum. And look, I'm not relating this. I, I, we all, I always say we have to qualify these sort of statements when we're on this podcast. I'm not relating this to parents who have, like, sure. children who are chronically ill or, you know, severely disabled or anything like that um, or have special needs of any description. But it's hard. It's hard trying to cope with the bickering, the constant mind-numbering Bicking, bickering that never seems to let up at times. What do you do? When we were kids, you got a clip around the ear. It was nothing last, long lasting. It never left a mark. The pain was fleeting, but it definitely caused you to pause for thought the next time you consider being bold again. You, like, it's, it's almost impossible. So this morning's bickering was um, uh, our middle child coughed and then the little one coughed. But the middle child was a real cough. It was kind of a, oh, so, oh, are you coughing? She's like, yeah, just a little bit. She was okay. Then the little one coughed. <laughs> and the middle one went, that's a fake cough. And it's like, no, it isn't. It's a fake cough. No, it isn't. It's a fake cough. It's not a fake cough. It's a fake cough. It's not a fake cough. It's a fake cough. This is massive. Out of, out of nothing. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? Out of nothing. Right? Are they hitting each other? No, but, but it eventually will become that. So Does it be sometimes become yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's okay, like right. hair pulling and like all sorts of stuff. So yeah. like... But po poking in the eye is, so is a really? fairly okay. like... Okay, yeah. well see, I love to hear other parents telling me that because sometimes I look at the puck that one brother has just given to the other going like where did we go wrong why are they re physically violent are they mm. like because they don't it's not like the, I'm beating up my wife no but are they, they seen it in school did they see it like they don't somewhere else words. in the family they don't have the words to be able to negotiate down from that's not like the your whatever whatever that was that you taught your eldest in school, if someone says oh, that, yeah, yeah. you should like they both should get. They both need to learn that scale of going. Yeah, it's not a fake off. Who cares? Mm. But actually, it becomes this mad. It's like a battle for my life. I must prove that my fake cough wasn't actually a fake cough. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a difficult situation for any two-year-old to be in. It's like, yeah. well, I've been found out here, but I don't want to be found out. It's when so, the two-year-old says to the four-year-old, "You're a bow boy." <laughs> oh, oh 
Boom. You are a ball boy. No, I'm not a ball boy. You are a ball boy. <laughs> no, I'm not a ball boy. <laughs> and eventually the four-year-old gets tired of being told he's bald. Next of all, your man's been sent flying across the room. <laughs> Sometimes he's himself because he's just proven himself right. <laughs> Sometimes you get away with it because he's like, there's no damage. But other times he might accidentally fall into the edge of a chair or a table. Oh. And you're an A&E and... <laughs> Before like, you know it, you're an A&E. Like, come on. Get so, yes, I can understand why you want to, like, bring it to a stop before somebody gets a thump off. Oh, also, also, like, you know, for noise pollution slash everybody's general mental health, it's like, it's no fun. Um, no, but, but I can, I, you would be amazed at the amount of guff I can listen to without losing my patience. Sure, I worked here for 10 years. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole episode was an elaborate setup on the part of Dave McIntyre so he could deliver that, which he thought of on the Jacks on holidays when he was pretending to have a shit, but actually was just hiding from his children. Oh, that definitely happens. <laughs> It doesn't happen at home. There 40 minutes, what's going on? Oh, just um, oh. I'm a bad, I think I'm a bad paella. <laughs> We've all been there. Light a candle, dude. The Check no, I can listen to Shit, the, the, the bickering I can listen to. It's when they just get into each other's faces and someone's going to get hit that I just, oh my God, my blood boils. And then you have to obviously make sure you don't lose your cool. And we've definitely got better that we've definitely learned not to like lose our temper. Um, and this, the whole black sack thing was done in a really calm man manner, which I think infuriates them even more because you're not talking to them. They're like, please don't do that, daddy. And you're not even speaking. You're just gone. Well, you might just say, we had this discussion. I don't know how many warnings you got, but unfortunately, this is the end. And you're just going about your business. And then you slowly walk out of the room, make sure this the door is closed so he can't see where you've put it. He thinks it was in the bin. Oh yeah, well that's my, it's like going in the bin. And no, I like, I wouldn't do, I, would, I, I used to threaten to put stuff in the bin, but that's just, he really gets panicked things. He thinks that when he hears the bin man outside on a Friday, he thinks, oh my God, <laughs> is that still in the bin? He'll be like 40 and he'll hear the bin lorry and he'll yeah. be like, oh, what's, what's going on? What's up? Leave my toys. What? What up? Who said what? <laughs> as long as you're not dramatising him then, that's the... So yeah, look, if I, but I, I guess what I want to ask our listeners slash viewers is, is there a, a, a method, a disciplinary method that I have yet to learn, that I've yet to find out about that would be useful for two and a half, four and a half year old boys who, as boys do, fight. That's what they do. They never want the toy that isn't being used. They want the toy that your man already has. And that's always the way. So it's, it's, not, it's what, not just what are the ways? It's, it's I, don't, the I don't want to hear about naughty steps. Being sent to the room is a re utterly useless. What's wrong with the naughty step just doesn't work, is it? Is you just step up off the naughty step and wander back into the room. And what are you going to do? Like, you, like can't, you can't nail them. You can't the chain them to yeah. it. Yeah. Like, well, naughty yeah, step is bullshit. I've, I've, I've no experience this, but the, 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 our oldest fellas, like, the naughty step is a thing. Yeah, but how old is he? Two and three months. So he probably doesn't know he can just get up and walk away from it. Oh, no. Like, gets properly, like, I'm, we're going to the naughty step. No! No, sorry. To be fair, sometimes he'll be in there for like normally last twenty seconds, and he's thumping and like pulling the door down because he's like disconsolate. The, the staircase. Uh, no, the door to get back into the living. Right. But he's um, sometimes then it'll be quiet, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have traumatised him. Oh, no, but you're like, no, no, it's like, I know for a while he's not sitting on the bottom. I know for a while he's not sitting he's on the bottom. He's found something better to do. He's gone off into the, like, cupboard or he's, mean. you know what I mean? He's gone wandering. Yeah. And then he opened the door and he's like, he caught in the act. Shit, I know, I shouldn't do that. Well, the, the, it's fairly saying that Naughty Step will not 
Yeah, no, it's, any fear it's for him. So look, there there's an awful lot of parents with an awful lot of experience out there. Please fill me in with your ideas of how to deal with these situations. Is because it, I want to, mm. I hope and I pray that the days of me losing my temper are gone. Definitely got better at it. How? I want to keep, just by and myself why? and my wife would say to each other like, I flew off the handle there and, and then they see you flying off the handle. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. You go into yeah. the room bellowing and you might thump the table and you grab the toy out of the hand and like, that's it, you're not getting this back and I'll, I'll open the back door and I'll fire into the back door but it's all done in a temper. There's anger clearly on display the whole time. Yeah. So the next, when they see, when they get upset about something, they're not going to take a deep breath. No. Why would I take a deep breath yeah, and then rationally, hypocrites. Exactly, <laughs> rationally think my way through this situation when dad came in yesterday and he flew off the handle. Yeah. So... Um, there was a time when people used to listen to the podcast and they would say, God, it's great listening to Dave, right? Like, but like, Jesus, you wouldn't be, like, there's nothing there for me. It's great to listen to Dave, <laughs> but like, like, Christ, I'm, honestly, Dave, most improved, some private most improved parent, most improved parent of the podcast, <laughs> I would suggest. Anyway, I, there, must, there must be, like, newfangled How did you, methods. sorry, how did you, in the, in the middle of it, so you talk about it, this is no good for us, but then it happens again, and you break the pattern of behaviour, how did you do that? I don't know, just, I don't know, maybe just take, just take one breath. All is all it requires is one breath. Because sometimes, sometimes, I take the breath and it's fine. And then other times, even when you take the breath, you still get angry. Yeah, but there's. You, I, I'm not saying I don't get angry. Like I might walk out the door then and just go, "You little fucker! God, I hate this! I can't believe I'm still dealing with this shit." But in outwardly, while in the room with them, oh, it's okay. You're like, no, it's fine. not. You definitely don't make it sound like it's okay. <clears throat> you just tell them that is not on. That is unacceptable behaviour. I don't know how many times I've told you this, but you're saying it in this tone, and then whatever punishment you're doling out, it's done in a measured fashion. I'm not saying I managed or my wife managed to do this every time, but we do it far more often than we used to, where I was just I used to just get angry all the time. When, and it's not in at every incident. It's no, when it builds up. Yeah. And it's the fifth time in ten minutes mm. you've had to like drag one off the other. <laughs> yeah. And like when I say drag one off there on top of each other, there's possible strangulation going on. Um someone's been clocked over the face with a sword. Like <laughs> We're back at A&E again. It's mayhem. Is there an age by which they, this, there is an age by which this irons itself out. Like, oh yeah, like, I don't think the physical fights become any less serious and I'm speaking from my own experience because there was only 15 get, months between myself and my brother get more. and we used to beat the lard out of each other. Mm. But we spent just as much time playing together. Like myself and my brother would wander off up the road with a football and um, jumpers for goalposts and just the two of us if there's no one else around we could spend hours just playing heads and volleys together that doesn't mean that two hours later age six and eight we, it was a proper fist fight mm. but I mean every set of brothers does that and what was your parents reaction to that a lot of they wouldn't know what was going on because it wouldn't necessarily happen in front of them and I'd say when they get older more and more of the fighting takes place out of earshot and out of eyeshot you won't care I won't, well, they, clearly I don't care if I can't see or hear about it, yeah. unless there's an injury that you have to deal with afterwards. But the older they get, the more they tend to play together. And that in the eyes of the four and a half year old, the two and a half year old, is not, he's grand every so often to play with, but he's not what he's looking for. He wants someone his age, someone he can converse with, mm -hmm. someone who has the exact same interests, someone that can run at his speed, someone maybe of similar strength so he doesn't fall over and get in trouble every time the little guy hits the deck. Mm -hmm. That's what was definitely absent in this holiday. That's why we kind of decided that until maybe they're six and eight, I don't think it would go away just the four of us together again. Because we were on a holiday last year with three couples. There were more kids. 
it was a campsite, huge playground, kids everywhere. Mm. And um, you know how easily kids of that age make friends. I think that's the blueprint, what we need to go back to. When they're older, they'll be more readily happy to play together. So what was the, the place moment. you went to was just, it wasn't a kids set up place per se. Uh, it was great for kids in that there was a playground as well as the pools and there was like kids club and everything. But it's still just a for you, really. Mm. Whereas... Is that, that nice? No. It's, well, not when you're on top of each other and there's no real outlet. Like, okay, during the day, you, while you love being in the pool with, with the four-year-old in particular, and you generate unbelievable memories, he would rather be chasing another four-year-old around the pool. So, or you always don't want to be the guy that has to get into the pool. Like there's a time for half an hour, you'd like to have your Kindle in front of you. Mm. For 10 minutes, can I just have my Kindle yeah. in front of me? Whereas he's like, no, come on, let's go back in. And, and you're cold and you'd love him to have someone he can bounce off. So that, that is something I think I would advise any parents of two, two-year-olds, four-year-olds, you need something for the four-year-old to get stuck into. Because it, they tur he turns on the two-year-old, and I don't really blame him. Every kid does it. You, uh, you turn on the two-year-old for entertainment. When yeah, and so like what? Else so, other, other, so go to a campsite where there are other go kids. Go to a campsite where there are other kids. Go with couples that you're happy to be on holiday with that have kids of a similar age. Um, the one we went to last year, I've mentioned on the podcast before, Bella Italia by Lake Garda. Like five pools, all of which each pool is within itself a little mini water park. Massive slides, all these barrels of water that career cascade down a toppy and there's netting and it's just unbelievable. So if you can get yourself a bed by the pool, yeah, he doesn't actually need you in there. You can just keep an eye on him and he's even going his business. Even at four. Well, he was really? three last summer and, right. and it was absolutely fine. So they need, the mind of a four-year-old boy needs to be heavily stimulated. The point where like, you know, two years ago he was addicted to a screen. He really doesn't care about the screen anymore. He, he right. wants to be drawing, writing, colouring, building Lego, chasing somebody, hitting something, running on his bike. It has to be full-on activity the whole time. Um, he needs another kid to do that with. And his two-year-old will actually be perfect in two years' time. They'll, they'll, that's, well, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, that's what we said. When maybe they're six <clears> and eight, be happier They're to like dogs, essentially. Then. You just have to pair them up and let them occupy each other. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like, Pretty much, that, yeah. yeah. there are a lot of similarities. Yeah. Um, I tweeted out last week's episode, which obviously, uh, you know, by the time this lands, might actually have been a week, so sorry about that. Um, was talking about um, this week's email about scheduling sex and something called Fry. Yeah, anybody else care to talk about busy schedules? And we've had a tweet from at uh, Dubs just in case his um, wife wants to know. Uh, shared calendar would be fucked without it. Shift worker and small business owner. So there it you wouldn't go. be fucked without it. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um, Fry, yay, by the way, I'm assuming. You're saying Fry, yeah. Yeah, why? Well, yeah, it was spelled fry, yeah, in the. I mean, it should be fry, email, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Assuming. Yay. Yeah. Or fry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's more. Yeah. <laughs> but, what, um, was what happened there? How many items on your schedule every day fall by the wayside? Just because you've scheduled it in doesn't necessarily mean it's going to take place. Oh, uh, uh, listen. I mean, you're in the ballpark, though, right? You've got a, you've got a, <laughs> you got a ticket. Well, it's like how, how often one of your kids says, can we do that today? And you're like, oh, yeah, we'll see. Where <laughs> <No. laughs> your missus might just be like, oh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> That's exactly the point. Dave. You got anything you want to get off your chest? Uh, not really. 
No, it's, if we could, as I, as I am now almost want to say in every one of these episodes, if we could get through without me being that giving. Ah, uh, no. So, you, but like, what is the point you turning up then on a Friday? Exactly, exactly. Well, the point being, Dave, that in almost every episode, that I say too much, is what happens. It happened that one time. I mean, a bit like. Well, no, it's know. happened more than once. What the headline on the previous that. one that I missed was: apart from me not wanting to be here, I want to play golf. And the scheduling of sex was something about you saying too much again. What yeah. was it that you said? Oh, that he, was that about his having to call his wife when she went out? No, no, it was. Anyway, obviously wasn't something that good. Else, yeah. Well, you clearly haven't you haven't fallen into that landmine today. So you're, you've said fuck all over there. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I mean, when he gives it one hand, he takes it the other. Thanks, <laughs> on Dave. that note, great uh, to see you. At DadcastPod on Twitter. You can follow the uh, page on so Facebook as well. as well. Occasionally yeah. we put our stuff up there. Uh, we'll try and get a bit better about that. But if you leave your comments there, we'll definitely get them. Or you can always email dadcast at offtheball.com. We'll hopefully see you next week. Good luck. Dadpod. Well, this is a video thing as well. Have a name. Podcast. Oh, midlife crisis. Howdy daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually, yeah.